This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. With two work weeks left to avoid a government shutdown, Congress doesn't appear to be any closer to an agreement. House Republicans unveiled a plan over the weekend to include border security language to a short-term continuing resolution to appease members of the conservative House Freedom Caucus, but the effort doesn't appear to be picking up steam elsewhere in the GOP conference. The measure was unlikely to move in the Senate either way, but could have given chamber leadership a stronger stance in negotiations. Now, the House approach is up in the air. The Senate isn't much clearer in its path as a legislative package of three bills stalled in the chamber late last week before amendments could be considered. The two chambers have until next Saturday to avoid a shutdown of many government functions at the start of the 2024 fiscal year. Check out our Washington Week Ahead for the latest on agripulse.com. Combines are rolling across the country. USDA's crop progress report shows the early days of harvest are among us, with much of the action taking place in the south. The nation's corn crop is 9% harvested, a little above the 7% five-year average. Texas and North Carolina are the leaders, with both above 65% complete with their state's corn acres. Major corn belt states like Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, and Indiana are all in the single digits. It's a similar story for soybean figures, which show just 5% harvested. Mississippi and Louisiana are far and away ahead of the rest of the country, with most states at 6% or less complete. Cotton harvest is 9% complete, sorghum is at 24%, and rice is outpacing everything else with a fall harvest at 57% complete. In other news, pork checkoff leaders are trying to expand the existing swine health improvement program. A recent meeting of about 300 stakeholders resulted in approved standards for those taking part in the program. Tyler Holk is the Senior Program Director for SHIP. He says the program will be critical to bolster existing animal health protocols and prevent the spread of African swine fever and other diseases. Saying this is important, I know where all the pig producers are in my state. Whether they're a show pig producer or they're a large commercial producer, lay out a program where we're sharing information, but it stays at the state level and it's creating relationships that will be important, whether we ever have a foreign animal disease uh, problem or not. The meeting also included support for better coordination in the industry to focus on feral pig risk mitigation. Finally today, National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue says he's skeptical memoranda of understanding with equipment companies will adequately address right-to-repair issues. In fact, LaRue says those kinds of agreements have been tried in the past, but were unsuccessful. Because they haven't stepped up, uh, we have to uh, try to put that uh, into action, and that's why you know, we fought so hard in Colorado, which uh, where it's actually law now, and uh, we saw a lot of states out there moving it. Uh, we could do this in different ways. Uh, equipment manufacturers could uh, open this up. We went through a parallel, almost identical situation years ago with the automobile industry. He says a law in Massachusetts to block the requirements of in-house repairs by automobile companies could serve as a blueprint for agriculture. And you just have to wait on their time. You have to drive it wherever they are. Um, that's something that folks would find outrageous, but we nearly were in the same situation where folks were going, uh, the auto manufacturers were going to be enforcing, um, that kind of, uh, approach, 
uh, several years ago uh, when Massachusetts passed a law to uh, ensure the right to repair an automobile. Suddenly, the industry relented, and we're in the status that we are today. Why can't we get there on agricultural equipment? LaRue also touches on the next farm bill, cattle price discovery, and recaps the group's recent fly-in during his open mic interview, which you can hear on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.